Welcome to Being Mrs. S, Forever Newlywed, a podcast for the self-assured woman. I'll be talking about my life as a married woman. There will be some tea, plenty of shade, my views about world events, and sometimes me just plain devil's advocate. So, let's get into it. Smooners, how are you enjoying the uh, holiday season? You know, Christmas, Hanukkah, um, Kwanzaa—all of that. It's, it's the season to be jolly. Wait, is that how they say? I think it is. <laughs> how are you guys doing? Oh my god. Okay, so today's topic. Oh my god, it's going to be. I got the quack quack quack, as they say. <laughs> um. So anyway, oh, before I even get into that, I'm gonna I'm gonna gripe a little bit about my beat eating. And so you know, he does things sometimes that that um, get on my nerves, and I've had to come up with different ways to try to calm myself down and not get into it with him because. You know, I'm pretty much set in my ways, and and this is something that he obviously was aware about when he decided he wanted to, you know, take me off the market, the proverbial market, as they say. <clears throat> so I talked to him a lot about um, on the last podcast. I told you guys, I told my my B did he no coffee. I don't want that. We're cutting it off. So I had to find something else to replace that with, and I told him, listen. Drink tea. Green tea is like the best for you. And anyway, it's it's lovely. And I drink green tea. So you need to get on the, the green tea um, train. And <laughs> he didn't like it too much. But um, in the end, he, the type of green tea he, he settled for was matcha. So we drink matcha in this house. And he loves matcha. And every morning he has to have his matcha. And when he goes down to... to um, get it together. He always leaves a mess on the counter, like always. And um, and I'm just like, oh my god, I can't. How many times do I have to tell you wipe up after yourself? I'm just like, I'm like, what's gonna happen if I travel for a little bit and come back? This kitchen is going to be a mess. I'm gonna need you to clean up after yourself. So. I there hasn't been a time that I haven't gotten on him about. Anytime I see the mess. I'm going to talk about it. And I told him that's just what it's going to have to do. It's going to have to be. So I had to come up with a different ways to do it. So it's not to, it's not just about going off on him. I hate it. I hate going off on my BDD. I, I'm telling you. Like when I'm upset and I'm yelling, I, my heart is just twisting up and it's burning me up. And I, I just, uh, I hate it. And then right after that, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry for yelling, but you just need to not do this, you know? So now I've come up with something else. I make songs. I come up with songs all the time, you know? So the new song, especially when he does stuff that I ask him 
not to do. So it goes, it goes like this. Do, you don't do. Don't do, you do. Do, you don't do. Don't do, you do. You have to say the do like that because that's like the rhythm. Do, you don't do. Don't do, you do. And so I come up with this. <laughs> I told him that's his new. So that whenever, every time he does something, he's doing something that I've asked him not to do. I just break into song. Do, you don't do. Don't do, you do. And I recorded it. He actually put some background um, tracks for me. You know, the beat. He was doing that while I was telling him, do, you don't do. Don't do, you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm so... That's the new hit coming to uh, Spotify near you. Um, so speaking about getting into it with my BDD, I was talking to my friend the other day. <clears throat> I was talking to my friend the other day and we were just the same thing I'm telling you guys. So she was telling me herself that she gets into it with her, um, her husband a lot these days. And she thinks the reason that they're they're having more arguments than usual <clears throat> is because after they get into the argument, they have makeup sex, and that that makeup sex they ha- they have after the argument is like it's like so good. <laughs> and she said that she thinks that her husband has realized. Or feels like it's really, really good. So he he gets into it with her a lot. He, he brings up like different reasons for them to get into an argument, so that they can have the makeup sex after that. And then she was like, "The joke's on him because she's so pissed off, and when they're having the makeup sex, she's not thinking about him. She's thinking about somebody else." And <laughs> I was like, "No, you're not." She's like, "For real, she is." And she says it's really bad because she thinks she, she's feeling like she's cheating on him. But is it really cheating? I mean, to me, I think it's cheating if you're, if there's actually a person that you are sharing. I mean, I, if she's actually talking to this person that she's thinking about when she's having sex. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Is she cheating on him? Is she cheating on her man? If she's in bed with him and she's thinking about somebody else, I, I just don't, I can't see how that's possible. The only way that's cheating is if she's actually having a relationship with this other person outside the, <laughs> I was like, oh no girl, that is too funny. She said the joke's on him. And the joke is really the joke is really on him if he's uh if he's uh, but how's the joke on him? He, he's getting satisfaction. He's enjoying a, a good time with his wife. He just doesn't know that she's not thinking about him while they're getting getting down to business. Mm-mm. I don't know. <clears throat> do you guys do that? Do you guys fantasize about? I know that there are a lot of people who do that when they're having sex with their significant other, their husband or wife or whatever, they're thinking about somebody else. It depends. I mean, I can understand her doing that in the moment, 
she's pissed off. Her husband is getting on her last nerves. And, you know, oh my God, that is crazy. That is, that is crazy, isn't it? The joke's on him. So, yeah. Um, I don't do that. I, I don't, uh, no, 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 no. I don't think that, that, but it, it could be cheating. I think it is cheating if she's actually fantasizing about a real person who she's in contact with and she has, you know, she, she communicates with this person and they have a little, uh, you know, they, they talk or they exchange messages and things like that. I, I think it is some, it's kind of like, it's, it is some form of cheating. It has to be. So I was like, and she says she feels badly about it because she actually feels like she's cheating. And I'm like, so why are you thinking about somebody else? Think about your husband. She said, well, he pisses me off and I'm mad. And I was like, girl, I'm gonna need you to stop doing that. You know, well, she's enjoying it and he's enjoying it. So the only person who's not getting anything out of it is the person she's thinking about. <laughs> He's not getting anything out of it. She's thinking about something else and uh, she's getting satisfaction. Husband's getting satisfaction. I think, I think they, they have a good plan going there. Um, yeah. So, so is it, is makeup sex like really that good? I guess it is. I mean, if you're, if you're, if it's, if you were in a really, serious argument and you know the endorphins and everything is just going everywhere and you just like get into it and you're like I'm gonna teach you a lesson and the lesson is going to be taught in this bed or on this couch or on this floor or in this bathroom or in this uh, attic or in this basement (laughs) I will teach you this lesson um I think it's good, pretty good. Make up sex after you uh, fight with your significant other is is the real deal. The real deal. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I was I wasn't expecting it. She hit me with that one, and I was like, I'm talking about just. Leaving little matcha crumbs on the counter. <laughs> you took it to a whole other level. Girl. Okay, so I would like to hear your thoughts about that. Do you think it is cheating? I is is are you cheating when you're thinking about somebody else and not not the person you're with? You know? Also, what what kind of things do you do? When you, you know, I, my tagline is forever newlywed. Like every year I just got married (laughs) to my husband. Um, and every time I look at my BDD, it's just, I've, I look at him and I'm, I'm like more and more in love with him every day. And I think about people who've been, I want this one day, uh, this, uh, friend of mine put some stuff on, on Facebook and. Uh, she was talking about her husband and I had a discussion with her about, well, sent her a message and was like, I don't know if that's like really cool. And then she, she hit back at me saying, well, were you married for these many years that come back and talk to me? And I was like, Ooh, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm like, do I need to be married that long to understand 
how I want my life with my husband to be, how I want to treat my husband and how I want my husband to treat me. I don't know that I want to uh, put things out there about my husband um, that are not going to be cool. (laughs) Luan said, don't be... Don't be like uncool. <laughs> be cool. Don't be like uncool. Yeah, so I just I uh I don't ever think it's if if it ever gets to the point where I have to go out and say things about my husband that are not uh that paint him in a really bad light, then that means that we're not planning on being together. Um so it, I don't think that I need to be, I, and the, I, I think what she was trying to say was that you're in a fresh new life with this person. You haven't been married long enough to experience these things that would cause you to even want to go out and say things like that about your husband or whatever. And I'm, I feel like I'm in, remember, I'm all about personal responsibility. And I feel like I'm the person who's responsible for how I feel in my marriage with my husband. Just like he's responsible with the way he feels in the marriage, in, in, in this marriage. And I think that both of us have our share of making the marriage a happy and comfortable place for both of us now obviously like i just said he does some things that annoy me and i definitely do things that annoy him a lot of things i'm sure you talk about somebody who's single for a very long time i have lived probably more when i when i take the number of years i've 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 been on this earth i've lived by myself longer than i've lived with anybody else so i there i want things done in just so you know very specific ways and i talk about i talk about that with my btd a lot so you know so i know i upset him and i think when when he read my profile and he he saw all these things i don't think he thought it was going to be as bad as you know i am and we dated and he was like okay she wasn't even lying about any of these things she's like really really you know a type and very particular about certain things and then and then we're married and it's and he's and so now we're living together and he's seen me day in day out and this is what he has to deal with every day oh my god can i just do this thing why do you have to say something about it why do you have to do and i was like i have to and i will do you don't do don't do you do do you don't do don't you do (laughs) so so i know i can't be a little too much and so that's why i come up with different things and different ways to lighten it a little bit but get my point across to my husband um but it's just been a wonderful uh, experience with all the different difficulties that we have experienced and I probably will talk more about those on different podcasts but it's just every minute every day 
it gets better and better and better. And I just pray that it continues to be like this. So what do you guys do, you know, in your marriages for, for, you know, as, as you get older together and, and uh, add more years to your relationship, how do you cope with things that upset you? Um, you know, and I, cause I always wonder for me, when I sit down, and I look at my husband and it's like, my heart just gets bigger and bigger, you know, every time I always wonder how it is that people end up falling out of love to the point that it's just so terrible. You know, they, they can't even deal with, with the person. Like I, I, I always wonder about that. Um, because I don't see it in, in, in my future that, you know, I don't see that. What I see is just continuous growth and love and respect for my husband. Um, I'm a great communicator. I talk to him a lot. I think I talk to him. I think a lot of times he, he doesn't even want to hear it. And that maybe part of it is just, you know, the manly ways, but I, I, I talk, you know, I point out, here's what I like. And here's what I don't like. This is what you're doing that I don't appreciate. You don't want to hear, but what I want you to do is sit down. I want you to listen. I want you to understand why I said what I said, why I'm, I'm talking to you like this. And I'm telling you why I don't appreciate it. I know you don't want to hear it, but you have to hear it. You know, and, and the, and really the day I I stop talking, I think it means that I'm not even in it anymore. I just, I'm, I'm done. Right. So, but they're very, very, I know people are going to be like, but do you really have to have something to say about every little thing? I feel as if every little thing adds up to one big thing. And I think if you let it go you know, all the time at some point it just, it builds up and then, and then it's like too much and your reaction or the way you deal with it is, is a lot worse than if you took each moment as they came. I mean, obviously you, I'm, you fight your battles, you know, you choose the battles you're going to fight. There are some things that are unnecessary and you don't have to talk about, you don't have to go on about and there's some things that you just have to. And for me, um, I don't want matcha on the counter. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want matcha on the counter. So I will tell you all the time. If I see that on the counter, please clean this up. Okay. Oh my goodness. So I, how are you guys doing? Are you guys watching, um, the real housewives of Salt Lake city? Last week's episode was funny. It was hilarious. So uh, Jenny had a a full uh, peace party. That was the first time the girls were going to be hanging out with Jen since she didn't make it to Vail. And they were all going to have, she was going to introduce them to her culture. And it was going to be like a full meal, full meal. And, um, she just wanted it to be peace and quiet. And here comes, uh, first of all, I love that Meredith is always on time. Lisa too. Um, 
But um, so they were first at the spot, the peace park or whatever, wherever it was, we're having that fur thing. And here comes Heather walking in with Jen and Whitney. And Meredith turns to Jenny and is like, is that, is that Jen? And you know what she, what she gets upset? She uh, she tilts her head to the side and she starts doing this this thing that the Muppets do, you know, that, that where their heads, you know, Hit, go from side to side. It's hilarious. Every time I see it, I'm just like, I, I, this, I can't. But she's like, did I not tell you that if you were going to invite Jen, that you don't invite? You know, she was. What's that guy? Is Godfather? He was. He was. She was pulling that move. Like, didn't I tell you? I almost felt like she had the little the cheek, like the guy did. <laughs> and Jenny was like, okay. <laughs> Who died and made you the boss of the team? I'm inviting everybody over because I want it to be a peaceful lunch and I want to introduce you guys to my um, my culture. I mean, why is that hard to believe? Well, here's the part that, this was the kicker. This is the one that threw me for a loop because they, they all sat down. We understand it's supposed to be a peace uh, dinner. And here's Whitney whispering over to Jen saying, I can't believe everybody's acting all fake, like nothing happened. And I was like, <laughs> pick your moments. This is not the time. They want a nice kumbaya moment. Why are you bringing this up? And here's Mary getting getting with you all the way together. She's like, wait, what did you say? They were being fake? What are you talking about? Or is it just you? And that's how it all started. Here's Jen trying to plead her case. She's saying, I'm not guilty. I, I Honestly, on my children, my family, and I would never do anything like that. And so all the other girls are saying, you know what? People were Googling people. Every, we all said something about you. And here comes Mary. Mary, who said the absolute worst things about Jen, said, well, I didn't talk about you. I, I can tell you. I didn't, I didn't talk about you. <laughs> so I call Mary, Mary, Mary quite contrary. And I think... There's a lot that, I mean, there's a serious case study that needs to be done on this lady because I feel as if the minute, I think she was locked away, you know, I feel like there was a whole grooming thing that went on in her life. She was, she was really young, having to marry her, her grandmother's um, husband. So that's her step grandfather. She had to marry him. She has a kid with him. Um, she's not, she fell out with her mother because of this, this, this whole situation. And she believes that she was the rightful heir to the, to the church. And so because of that, I don't know, even believe, I don't even know that she has friends or that she has been able to explore or, or, you know, meet other people. So she's been this child who now took over her mother her grandmother's church so she now embodies who her grandmother is because if you're watching it they're they're all going now they're after her like they're done with jen so now it's mary's turn and they're all saying that she runs a cult um and so i don't think she has had the opportunity to to live outside of that space and so she's been in that church even she sounds like an old woman a lot of times. Some of the things that she says. Um, 
I mean, like she was talking to Jenny and and Lisa was showing Mary the little uh, faux leather outfit with the blonde wig she had on. And Mary says, oh, oh, I like the slanted eyes. And I was like, if you're in today's world <laughs> with everything that's going on and and how everybody's trying to make everybody aware of, hey, this is cool to say and this is not cool to say. Why would you say that? And she repeated it. And I was like, you couldn't look see, see the look on everybody. Did you see everybody clutch their pearls and were like, no, <laughs> don't say that. And last week or the week before that, she she uh, called um, Heather a drunk, said she was chubby, made um, a comment about Mexicans which she just apologized about. And, and then she made this comment about slanted eyes. And I'm like, the person you're talking to does not appreciate it. Now I know on Twitter, everybody was going on about Heather saying that, Oh, that, Oh, she, that, that Jenny looks like an anime character when she saw the picture. And that was also offensive. Everybody feels it was offensive. Or most people thought it was offensive. And they were like, well, why are you getting on Mary? Why aren't you getting on Heather? Heather has made, some comments like this in the past. And about that, is it offensive if the person it's directed to does not take it as an insult? I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm putting it out there. I need for people to tell me. Is it offensive if Jenny is sitting down there and she's like upset about what Mary said, but she didn't even, and it's possible. Maybe she didn't hear Heather, but I think Heather repeated it a couple of times. But I, I just, it's just, the way Mary talks, the thing she says, she's not. And here's the part that was killing me. She was talking about how Lisa wasn't self-aware. And I was like, you were the least self-aware person in this, in the, in the world, not even in, in this group, in the world. You, you, you don't think before you talk, you, you say things that that are just crazy. And for her to be a religious leader of a church, she is very, very much into the uh, worldly goods, you know, the f- fleshy stuff. Uh, I, I don't know how spiritual she is, but that's Mary Mary, quite contrary. I better, I better like, chill out talking about her because she already blocked me on Twitter. I don't know if I told you guys that already. She wanted to block you, but she blocked me. She was like, Mm-mm. I'm blocking her because she made fun of me saying etiquettes. Yeah, I said it. I said what I said. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this I'm telling you, I've told you guys real housewives of Salt Lake City is the business. I love it. It's a really good show. If you're not watching it, you need to watch it. This is the first franchise they started off right. I appreciate it. I said it the very first time I watched it, the the first season. And I'm saying it again. Bravo, you guys did this one right. It is very diverse. Diverse racially. The racial makeup. Diverse culturally. I love it. And these girls, are they're coming out and they're they're, they're real. Like, you're, you're seeing their stories. You're... All of them have stories to tell. It's it's a good show. 
it is a good show. It's it's not, you know, it it's not. I wouldn't even call it guilty pleasure. It's a pleasure. Like I just sit out there and I watch. And I'm like, this is this is what's happening, you know. Uh, if you if if you had a friend in your circle who was accused of a crime by by the FBI, you know, will you be like Heather and talk about your friend and say say all the crazy things she's done, and then turn around in that same second and say, but I'm gonna support her. I'm gonna I'm gonna go visit her in jail. <laughs> oh, will you be like Lisa who says I need a moment? You know, I need a moment. I'm, I you know this you chewed my head off because I was I was asking about something else and then on our trip to Vail all of a sudden you're getting arrested like what gives I need a moment let me let me take a moment from you and gather my thoughts and collect myself together and then and then maybe I can talk to you after that but it's it's interesting but anyway that's uh that's the topic for today tell me what you think my first topic of the first part of the show do you think it's cheating if you're having sex with your with your husband or wife but you're thinking about somebody else um and tell me what you think about about you know doing a case study on on miss mariam cosby Mary, Mary, quite contrary. All right, that's my show. (laughs) And I'll circle back. Thank you, my smooners, for joining this kiki. And if you want to show me how much you really like me, click the support button and pledge your support. Thank you.